Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Today, I am sharing with you guys a live coaching call, a live scheduling strategy session that I did with Kimberly. And I want you guys to pay close attention to some of the mindsets that are coming up in this call. But also, we are diving deep talking about accountability, meal planning, practical strategies that you can apply and even referring you to other podcast episodes where you can plug in and get even more information to help you create a schedule that works for you and your family. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. another live scheduling strategy session, this time with Kimberly. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what's going on with the homework. We have the time tracker and the ideal schedule. Um, tell me about that. Did you do it? How did it go for you? Um, I'll just say I halfway finished my homework. Okay. Not not a very good student. (laughs) (laughs) You're not alone in that. I will say a lot of people really, really struggle with the time tracker. Was that the part that you found just difficult? Not, I'm just not doing it. There mm-hmm. was nothing hard about, about it. I just didn't do it. Oh, I'll remember. And you don't remember. Right. You know, but I pretty well, like I said, the last couple of weeks have been about the same. I did write down what I could remember, what I know. Okay. And then I did write down my ideal week. And so we got plenty, I'm sure we can deal with. (laughs) Okay. So what did you glean off of, off of your time tracking, what you could remember or whatever else? I have a lot. I just need, I think a way to organize it. So it's more beneficial and I don't feel like I'm putting out fires all day. I think that's my biggest thing is, um, actually getting it where it more runs like a smooth machine. Okay. So I think, um, I do, you know, school is in there. I'm, we're supposed to start today. That didn't happen. So what do you want me to do? Tell you like my, go through my, my days real fast. 
like you want to make it run like a smooth machine. What are some of the things standing in the way of that? I thank myself and just not sticking to, um, I don't know if you want to call it a plan or just a schedule, something of that nature, I guess, because I don't have the accountability. I hear you in that. Um, I think it's one of the number, I, I always say this, one of the number one things, one of the top things, I guess I could say, is um, is the accountability piece, right? Mm -hmm. Is that we can create the best schedule possible for our families, but if we're not willing to refer to it and... Mm -hmm you know, monitor it and exercise good boundaries around it, the schedule doesn't matter. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and I talk about this in probably every one of my scheduling strategy sessions is just really the importance of the time tracker, because this mm -hmm. is one of the things that helps get us in the habit of even keeping our schedule as time goes on. And mm -hmm. so when I, when I assign the homework to my clients or whoever else for, um, for scheduling is track your time, right. And, um, so I give you the time tracking sheet and say, excuse me, set a timer for, you know, lunchtime and then bedtime. And even if it's just those two times a day that you go back and write down what you did earlier in the day, mm -hmm. it's a great way to not just see what we're doing and where we're spending our time. It's a way that we can match it up with our ideal schedule and like bring in that piece by living more in integrity with it and minding that gap. It gives us indicators of, of where we need to mind the gap. But then when we create that schedule and we move forward into living it, we still need to do that multiple times a day, refer back to our schedule and say, I did do this. I didn't do this. Why didn't I do this? What did I do instead? And kind of just bring that awareness into it. Um, so I hear account, I hear, I hear you say accountability, but I think a big part of it is just awareness as well. Right. When we just live at the seat of our pants and just do kind of whatever comes up, that's what creates the chaos and that I'm never done. And I've never done enough feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, so you, you kind of do have this ideal schedule is what I'm understanding. Mm -hmm. You do yeah. know kind of what you want your weeks to look like. Yes. Yeah. I think we all probably do in some type, in some type of fashion. <laughs> yeah. Is it written down? I think it's like the number one, which it sounds like you did do yeah. some of that homework and got it. Yeah. Written down. Yeah. Um, okay. But do you want to jump to that or do you want me to go ahead and do the week? What my week was actually like. Um, we don't need to go over it piece by piece, but just if okay. you gleaned anything from what your week was like, um, like I have, I have a client who, um, when tracking her time, she's like, oh, wow, I spend a lot of time cleaning my house is like a major thing that she doesn't stick to her cleaning schedule or her time where she said she was going to allocate for cleaning. She is constantly like looking around and seeing something else that needs to be cleaned and getting like pulled away and distracted by that cleaning. So it's like, right. if, if that's a major thing that's on your list that you are consistently doing, we need to find a way to be more um, efficient with the cleaning, or we need to find a way to like take you to a space that you're not focusing on the cleaning to get the other things done. So it just brings awareness into it. So is there anything that you've gleaned, anything that you're seeing now that you're like, oh, I didn't realize this until I wrote down my time tracker. And like, now I can see how much time I'm spending doing X, Y, and Z. Well, it's not really I'm spending time 
doing X, Y, and Z. I think the whole thing is, it's just, I just need help getting a plan and sticking to it because I think my biggest takeaway was not being planned, if okay. that makes sense. Um, because like I said, my days, I'm home all the time. So my days are pretty much the same other than I'm um, knee deep in canning. And because yeah. we got our garden in late, you know, yeah. and I think once we get that done, I think it'll go better. But my biggest thing I need to do, and I know what I need to do, I just don't do it. You know, and, and that's that? not even, you know, that's what the Bible even says, you know, what is that verse? Oh, it's not about, you don't do it. That's then. Yeah. I think, I, I think in somewhere where Paul's talking about, I know what my, I know what I need to do, but I do what my, what my flesh desires or something else yeah. instead. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of out of, con that's kind of out of context a little, little bit, but my biggest thing is I need to meal plan because I'm spending too much time and that's a big, big, big stressor. Cause by the time the kids get up at eight or whatever time, what's for breakfast? I don't know. You know, <laughs> and then right there, that just sets the tone for the whole day. Mm -hmm. Not even knowing like what's for breakfast, what's for lunch. And then mm -hmm. we have, we have to drive to um, football practice and that's two nights a week. Now it was three. Now we're down to two nights. And um, I think it's just getting that meal plan done, I think would be a, a big help. And okay. How old are your kids? Um, I have several, but um, not. Do you want to? I can tell you all the ones. I have um an eighteen year old, but he's not hardly here, just asleep. And then I have a seventeen year old, and she's a senior this year in homeschool. And then the fourteen year old, he's a freshman, and he went on to school because of sports. And. Then I'm still homeschooling the 11-year-old, the, the two 10-year-olds, the eight-year-old, the five, she's six now, so six-year-old, and then we have a four-year-old. Okay. Yeah. And then amongst all that, I was been trying to get this blog going because I really like to write. And so the blog that I'm trying to get going and start is actually um, on helping beginning because I've been homeschooling for 14 years this fall. And so the blog would be helping beginning homeschoolers, um, I guess, come alongside of them and kind of be a help to them. Because when I started 14 years ago, you know, the internet wasn't even a thing. Yeah, barely, barely mm -hmm. a thing, you know. And I still think there's probably still some need. I know the internet's out there, but there's a lot of noise, a lot of white noise, you know? Yes. And I think if you could just have someone that's been there and done that, so you don't have to go there and do it, you know, if you knew someone that could help you. And that's what I want to do is help beginning homeschooler moms. Okay. So I got to try finding, I was getting up at four at one point in time, trying to work on that. So my day was starting at four to work on that and then by um 5 30 or 6 depending on when my husband had to go to work see then I would start already my day would already start by 5 30 or 6 trying to get lunches ready to go and out the door and his lunch I really can't pack the night before because a lot of stuff he takes is leftover so at least once it warmed up once <laughs> so it might be kind of lukewarm by dinner and um so my day starts pretty soon. Okay. So, so I've done a lot of talking. 
you're okay. I hear you in, um, in one thing, the meal planning, this I think is really, really huge. I agree with you doing, doing something. Um, do you have the life and goals planner? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Strongly recommended. Anyways, in there, there, there is a sheet at the back and it's the weekly meal plan. You could even just write it down on a sheet of paper. It's not that serious. Uh but there is a template in there. Um, and so this is what I use. And I, my goal is to plan three meals a week, like three dinners a week. Right. Cause Mm -hmm. I'm home. I don't have several kids. My, this one drinks bottles. (laughs) Right. Um, but I do like, I try to once a week bake muffins or banana bread or something like that. So we have that as an option, but then my, and I'll, another day of the week, I'll make oatmeal, but just in bulk, right? Instead of making Mm -hmm. one serving of oatmeal, I'll make five servings of oatmeal. So then he has, my toddler has a choice. Do you want cereal or banana bread or oatmeal? Um, Mm -hmm. There's like a variety, right? But I plan dinners mostly. So Mm -hmm. I plan them out. I use what's in my pantry. I only usually have to go to the store for one or two items. You know, it's like, what do I already have on hand? And then I Mm -hmm. plan, it's usually like a every other day kind of a thing. You have a larger family it's probably going to look a lot different for you. Mm -hmm. Um, but even if starting small can have huge impacts and Mm -hmm. taking that, those, I don't know what it is. Um, you know, maybe it's 10 minutes or 15, 20 minutes to sit down and plan your meals for the week doing Mm -hmm. it. I always suggest, um, this is what my health coach Kate actually recommended the night before payday. So let's say paydays on Friday and, So Thursday, sit down and do your meal plan. So then Friday, when you get paid, you can go run to the grocery store and get whatever else that you need. And then Friday or Saturday, you can spend the day meal prepping or whatever else. Um, Those, those, however long can go a long way. Another thing that she recommended that I did that's had phenomenal impact on my family is create a list of all of your family favorites. Okay. So we have a sheet of paper laminated. Um, it's taped into the inside of one of our cupboards and it has like, I think 30 something of our family's favorite meals. So, um, whenever I do come to this, what am I going to make for dinners this week? And I sit down and do my meal planning. I just open that cupboard and look at it and just pick Mm -hmm. whatever things off of it it eliminates a lot of that mental bandwidth that -hmm. you're like, Oh, well, what should I make this week? Mm -hmm. You know, I'll look in my freezer. I'll look in my pantry. I'll look at the inside of that cupboard at our list, pick a Mm -hmm. couple of things and it makes it so much easier. And then I also try to do similar to your canning this past week for us has been, I've been making lots of jams. I did Mm -hmm. tons of meal prepping. I did a ton of freezer meals and whatever else because my husband's about to go back to work, like maternity, paternity leave is ending. And so I'm like, how can I set us up for success? So same thing. There were dishes covering the stove, the countertop, the sink everywhere. Mm -hmm. My husband said he thinks he did five hours of dishes (laughs) because I just kept cleaning or cooking Mm -hmm. and creating more dishes. Mm -hmm. Um, but preparing freezer meals. So some of Mm -hmm. them are ones that like, he can literally pull a, a single serving of spaghetti out of the freezer, stick it in his lunch pail and go to work. Mm-hmm. And then it'll be thawed by the time lunch rolls around or, and then he can nuke it and he's good to go. There are other ones that are like just in Ziplocs. I need to dump in the crock pot or dump in a roasting pan and throw it in the oven. 
Mm -hmm. So even things like that I've been doing to really set us up for success, but even starting small, planning out a couple of meals for the week, each week can have great impacts. And then breakfast Mm -hmm. too, baked oatmeal. Mm -hmm. I've seen people do pancakes just on a sheet pan and then just cut them into squares. You know, little things like that can be super, super helpful for you as well. I think that would be a huge thing that would, um, eliminate some of that chaos. Cause like you said, your day starts and people are like, what's for breakfast. And you're like, oh my goodness, I don't know. And then it's kind of this, like putting out the fire, right. Mm -hmm. Versus your breakfast is in the oven. It'll be done in five minutes or whatever else, you know, Mm -hmm. or it's waffles and pancakes and things like that. Muffins. I just put them Mm -hmm. in the freezer. And so you can take them out and nuke them for 30 seconds. They're good to go or take them out the night before and let them thaw just on the counter and they're good to go. So there's a lot of, a lot of, um, little things that you can do to implement and kind of shift that. Um, I hear you in the scheduling. If you've got it down your ideal week and what you would like it to look like, I hear you in the accountability. It's just like doing it is, is kind of the struggle for you. Um, I recommend having that even if you write it down on a nice thick piece of paper with your gel (laughs) pens, right. And put it somewhere where you're going to see it regularly. My habit Mm -hmm. tracker is on my fridge because I am a snack queen 10, 15, 20 times a day. I'm getting snacks for my toddler and filling Mm -hmm. up my water bottle, getting snacks for myself, getting formula, whatever else. So I'm always at the fridge It's somewhere where I'm going to see it all the time. And then I can look and Mm -hmm. I've even got a little pouch that's magnetic to my fridge that has my markers and pens in there. So every time I go to the fridge, it's like in my face, I can get the snack and then go back and be like, okay, I did do this. I didn't do that, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we have to have boundaries around our time and actually do what we said we would do. Um, So in saying Mm -hmm. all of that, what's coming up for you? Is there... Are you like, yeah, but like, or what are your, what are your number one struggles? Like I I hear you in accountability, but like, what is it actually for you? I think it's just not actually getting it all done as well. Does that make sense? Cause like on my, I don't know if you can see this or not, but on the other part, they have the times on this side and then the next block over. Mm-hmm. They have um, all your to-do things. Do you see that? Yep. I don't know if you can see it or not. I'm on the to-do. You know, you write down all your to-dos, and I guess it's just not getting to those. I guess it's kind of like the behind stuff, you know, that's still there, like, at the end of the day, and it's like, oh, you kind of feel unaccomplished. Yeah. And I guess it's just a matter of mind thought of just switching those to-dos and putting them over to the next day. It's kind of like, almost like a time block type schedule and yeah. just move them over to the next one, and it's not the end of the world. <laughs> so, um, when you are writing down your schedule, is anything on there? I'd imagine there are some things that are like, th- I have to do this at this time or is kind of everything just, um, I would like to do this. Those are just like stuff that needs to be done. Like are like just most of it is like the house some of the house cleaning stuff and some of that I can't have the kids do when it's my stuff it's stuff I need to go through and it just sits there Mm -hmm. so that you know and so I even thought maybe when I was doing 
this tracking stuff, maybe to set the timer for 20 minutes, if that's all I can spare and just do 20 minutes on that organizing thing, you know, my cleaning up my stuff. Yeah. It's kind of what was brought to life, you know, just setting a timer for myself. Um, but what was your original question about the time? Well, I do want to say in terms of that, I actually, um, the last scheduling strategy session, I just shared this too. Um, I believe it's podcast episode 85 on the intentional mom life with Jesus podcast. I talked about the Pomodoro, which is, um, it's Italian uh-huh. for tomato talking about that old fashioned tomato timer, mm-hmm. but it's essentially setting that timer for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. focusing, eliminating distractions and focusing on that one task for those 20 minutes. And then, and then you go from there. Um, You have a five minute break to do whatever else, free your mind up, stretch your legs, whatever else. Um, And then you can, if it's a bigger task, set the timer for 20 minutes again and do it. Some of these bigger tasks, I feel like um, this room that I'm in right now, it used to be my office. Then it became a dumping ground for all the Mm -hmm. things because it was a locked room when we did Airbnb. And then we brought our son home and now it's a toy room slash dumping ground slash office. Mm-hmm. I created my office in an external building from our home so I could go focus. Uh-huh. And this room has been like, I've just been slowly cleaning it up over time, but it is mm-hmm. one of those bigger tasks that it's just like, I don't want to do it. Um, those larger tasks, a big part mm-hmm. of it, I think is mindset too, right? It's like, mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things that it's just like, I really need to do this, but it's not, it's not a major priority. It's one of those, it's kind of unimportant and not urgent. So this is another podcast episode that came out recently, um, where we talked about the four D's it's, um, episode 81, I believe. Um, and so doing a brain dump might be helpful for you, right? For all of these, like just lingering things, right? That you're just like, I'm not getting this done. It's going on to the next day. Taking 10, five, 10 minutes to sit down and do a brain dump. What is everything that is just like floating around in my brain, causing me chaos and overwhelm and distraction from what I need to focus on right now, getting it all out of your brain and then organizing it. And the four D's that kind of talks about those things like this office, it was not I mean, it kind of needs to be done, but it's not really urgent at all. Like it can be done in a year from now and it's going to be no different. And it's not super important. It's just a thing that kind of needs to be done at some point. Um, So I can categorize that as a different color, put it at the bottom of the list. There's a whole group of things like that. Cleaning the garage, cleaning out this closet downstairs, reorganizing all of the stuff in my kitchen. You know, I want to take everything out and reorganize it. That's not urgent nor important. If it's not done like ever, it's not going to be the end of the world, but it's still something I'd like to do. Um, So organizing all of your tasks like that can be helpful too. And then you can see, what do I need to do today? What do I need to do this week? And what do I need to do this month? And then some of those bigger things you can tackle with the Pomodoro, even if it's 20 minutes a day, if that's something that's important to you then you can find a way to get it done. Um, So we talked a little bit about meal prepping or meal planning. Um, We we talked a little bit about that. 
um, Pomodoro, the brain dump in the 40s, some things that you can implement. This getting up at 4 a.m. Is this something now that school is starting? Um, you're getting back into the routine of that. Is that something that you would like to get back yes. into the routine of? Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm um, go ahead. The only thing is though, I don't, and I really have to watch that because if I don't get enough sleep, then it I'm like done four by four. So mm -hmm. I mean, then I but I feel like if I don't get up at that time, then I don't get everything done. And I, that's, that's my deal there. I just feel like I don't have enough time. If I don't get up and get my day going, then it's, then I don't have time to work on the stuff that I want to work on, like that blog. And then I'm also in another um, type of course that works, helping me do my branding and so if I don't get up at four, then it doesn't get done. And I started actually working on that blog, Clear Black, in April. And it actually was a five-day challenge to get your blog up and running. And here it is, September. And I still, <laughs> I'm only on, still on day four. I've been on day four for two months now. But that's just the way it goes. Yeah. So it sounds like, um, like one of the things that I have a question, I know this is a passion of yours, but I think um, what's coming up for me is like maybe getting some of these other things in order, um, mm -hmm. could be really helpful for you and not to say put off the blog or put off the branding, but really like sitting down. Um, and this is something I love helping my clients do is sit down. What are your values and your like priorities in life? Um, we all have a list of like, you know, God, family, home, health, whatever else. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we can feel this chaos um, and lack of peace in our life, because we're not living in integrity with what our values are. If we were to sit down today and write down like my time and my energy and my mental bandwidth is being allocated towards, and you make that list, it's, it's likely if you're living in a state of chaos and overwhelm, it's not going to match your list of values and priorities. Um, and so sitting down, making a list of those things, and then okay, looking at your season, what is relevant in this season that I'm living in now mm -hmm. in this all I'm homeschooling all these kids, my kids are going back to school. I need to get, you know, back into the meal prepping thing. There are some things in my house that need to get taken into consideration or, or gotten in order, if you will, mm -hmm. getting some of that stuff kind of more in line and then picking back up the blog. Okay. But having, having the blog kind of always there and all of these other things all the time, can, it, it kind of makes it so you're like this, you're going like all these different directions all the same time. And then your brain is here in the middle, like, which one do I focus on? Which one do I focus on? Like spinning in circles. Whereas if you could get like your meal prepping in order, get some things in your house tidied in order, get a good routine and like habits in place for your homeschooling plan for the year, right? As you start they're constant things, right? The housekeeping and the homeschooling and this other stuff, but just getting some things that are more habitual and okay. more, um, like we were talking about doing the, doing the planning first and all of these okay. different areas helps relieve a lot on the flip side. Okay. Um, so getting all of that done, then you can focus on, I'm spending these 20 minutes a day getting, you know, this branding course done finishing this launch your blog course. And I'm spending, you know, 40 minutes each day, two Pomodoros every morning working on my blog. 
And then I can go out there and I know breakfast is already ready for my kids. And then we can go into all these other time blocks and to-do lists and saying all of that, what's coming up for you. Like a weight's been lifted. <laughs> um, I hate to hear that about not doing the blog and stuff, but um, I think that's probably true. I think that would be almost like a reward for myself. Does that sound right? It might yeah. sound kind of mm -hmm. immature, but if I did have, like my room is such a negative, um, my bedroom is such a negative um, vibe. I don't know, I don't like using the word vibe, but anyways, it's negative whenever you walk in here because it's so cluttered and I'm right off the kitchen so the door is open. And so I think that that's really good to um, maybe like you said, get the meal planning down, maybe like for the month of September, have that be my goal to get the meal planning down and then get the school going. And then maybe the 1st of October, then that could be a starting point to start back over, start where I left off on it. I think that would be a good jumping point instead of like you said, trying to keep, keep going at it and it's not working. And then, you know, like um, Atomic Habits, you know, they start little, little at a time and then they get big, you know, cause I do like, I have listened to that book um, atomic habits. I can't think of the guy's name, but anyways, I'm like, I know I have it. It's on my bookshelf <laughs> behind me. I haven't read it. There are so many books. People are like, Oh yeah. Like this book. And that I'm like, I haven't read. I just read the best. Yes. And so many people for so long were like, Oh yeah, I've read the best. Yes. Not even yeah. realizing like how much in that book, just like, um, I don't know, solidified, confirmed like so much of yeah of, um, what is in my coaching program. So yes, kind of essentialism is the idea, right? Doing mm -hmm. fewer things and going farther mm -hmm. in those few things. So mm -hmm. I hear you and like, oh, it kind of hurts to not think about the blog right now, but in all honesty, it sounds like you haven't been thinking, you've been thinking a lot about the blog since mm -hmm. April, but it's just been like one of those things that's been a weight that you're carrying around. So just yeah. like set that weight down for a minute. Okay. do these other things. And then, like you said, that's the reward. I'm a huge advocate for like 14 years of homeschooling. You are sitting on a mountain of wisdom. I'm about okay. to go into that season. Oh. I want to receive your wisdom. I want to look <laughs> at your notes, right? I think there, I, and I love, I'm a huge advocate for the great commission in your home and outside of your home. If you're somebody who mm -hmm. loves the Lord and has homeschooled all these kids, like there's so much you have that I could receive and learn and grow from. And so I'm a huge advocate for doing those things, mm -hmm. but like, let's, let's focus on our priorities and our values and get these few things in order first. Okay. And then I love that you had referred to that as the reward. Like it is, yeah. it is, a, it's something that you love. That's going to fill you up. Mm -hmm. And, um, I hear you talking about your, your bedroom. Is that where you normally get up and work on your blog and do that focus? Yeah. yeah. I'm so let's tackle, like, yeah. get that done yeah. and clean. We have yeah. a, um, my workspace now it's a shed that's, um, it used to be a shed yeah. like wood storage, lawnmower, snowblower yeah. would go in there. Right. Um, so we turned it into like this kind of tiny house. And then my husband mm -hmm. actually helped me. We set up a desk and a nice backdrop. So if you go look at other, other live yeah. videos and stuff that I've done, like, but it was a labor of love. I mean, hours and hours that we spent in there preparing that space. And now I record most of my podcasts in there. I do most of my trainings in there. I do a lot of my coaching in there and I get to go to work instead of being here with like dogs and kids, like, you know, distracting. Mm -hmm. It's my, 
it's my good, it's my good, happy space. Um, and it, it just helps me focus and do what needs to be done in there. So I love this idea for you. Let's, um, let's set kind of like the blog and the branding aside, even just mentally Mm -hmm. stop carrying that around. Let's focus on getting some of the meal planning in order, focus on, um, doing some Pomodoros to like tidying up some of those spaces in your house. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, in terms of the accountability aspect, every Monday we put out like, um, a make it happen, happen Monday post. One just came out yesterday. That was like monthly goals. So even just stating these monthly goals in here or weekly goals in here, it does a lot because it gets it from one space in your brain into a different space in your brain that helps you naturally do the things right. It's a way for accountability. Whereas like, nobody's going to be like, Kimberly, did you do X, Y, and Z? Right. But it's a way that you can come back the next week and say, Hey, I tackled these two things, but this is the thing that's lingering. So that's at the top of my priority list this week. These are the other things that I'm going to get done. So that is a way that you can have accountability. Um, a lot of people will talk about having like accountability buddies that are like friends or whatever else. Um, I don't, it's not a bad thing, but I feel like the end result, a lot of times it ends up hindering friendships because people aren't going to be, um, your friends always want to prioritize your friendship over saying what needs to be said and whatever else. So, um, it's a huge, it's a huge reason I'm an advocate for coaching. There's a lot of different Mm -hmm. ways that you can look for accountability, um, Mm -hmm to help hold yourself accountable, to find places that can have that kind of like external motivation um, and accountability factor. Coaching is a huge thing too. So we talked a lot about different scheduling things for you today. I hear you say weight's been lifted. Um, If you want to go deeper into scheduling, like actually sit down and create and mold, tackle some of these things, work on the mindset behind it, live from these faithful foundations, dig into those most purposeful priorities and values of yours and things like that. This is what Mm -hmm. we do in the I am coaching program. You can have the coaching and, or the program and group coaching for a discounted rate right now. One-on-one coaching is a little bit more. I'd love to, to jump on a consult if that's something that you're interested in. So, you know, that's available for you. You know, this community is available for you. Any last questions before we jump off? I don't think so. I got a good place to start. I guess just need to tackle first things first. And the first thing is, is getting the home to run more like a well-oiled machine instead of like one with a cob cob in the wheel or something, because I think that's where it starts from is right here. I mean, I got the homeschooling stuff pretty, I did a thing through the summer on home, got my homeschool ready this year. So that's not a big deal. The big deal is like we done said, the planning, just that meal planning. And I think get my daughter to help me do that. Who's 17. She likes to be all organized. So I think I'll have her help. <laughs> yes. I love that. Utilize so, your kids and their strengths, like yeah. huge advocate for that. You can come yeah. back to the community and watch the replay. Okay. So if there's anything you want to come back and take notes on, so definitely utilize that. Listen to those podcast episodes, utilize the brain dump, all of those yeah. things. Like you could do so much with the information that you've got on this call today, just right. taking it and tackling it one step at a time, focus mm-hmm. on one thing each day by the end of the month, you, you could be smooth sailing into you know, doing this blogging thing 
for sure. Well, it gives great motivation. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and I greatly appreciate your time. I really do. Thanks so much. Awesome. Thank you, Kimberly. Hey mamas, before you go, I just have to jump on here and let you know about the group program that I am offering through the I Am. It's still the transformational power. It's still the generational impact that you've come to expect through the I Am coaching program. We still cover faithful foundations, purposeful priorities, mindset mastery, and simple self-care. You still get a copy of the Life and Goals Planner, Portal Access, Master Mamas Community, all that fun stuff, but it's weekly group coaching calls. So you come and you get coached on what you need that day. You can listen in on coaching that's going on with other moms who are in your same boat. And you also get a 60-minute Intentional Mama Jumpstart call with me one-on-one. This is for $500 for six months or monthly payments of $90. So if you've been interested in coaching and haven't jumped in yet, this just might be the offer for you. I had originally put this special pricing out through Labor Day. But with everything going haywire and being in the hospital with my son and it being my other son's birthday month, I thought, what the hey, let's do this all the way through the end of September. So shoot me an email or get in my DM and let's